0: Hello.
1: I said I was ready and then my headphones were in the other room so I had to go get them
0: <laughs> I, I figured there was there was something going on <laughs> uh, it was either like oh she doesn't have her headphones or Anchor is being Anchor it could be no.
1: no it was me I thought I had them here but then I remembered that I put them away and
0: Well, anyway, we, I'm here now. We are here now. So it's been a couple of weeks. I think. I don't know. Time yeah. is meaningless right now. It has but, been
2: a couple of weeks.
0: Uh, I've seen some pictures. I see that you're, you're getting much more uh, settled in at, at your new place.
1: Yes, I'm officially unpacked. Um, I'm all moved in. All of the rooms are done. I just have to hang art in my bedroom, but that's the story of my life. I always have art to hang <laughs> at some point. It's a never mm-hmm. it's a never ending battle because I never have frames, and then I do I buy frames, and then I don't like the frames, so I return the frames. So, but yeah, now I, you know
0: I can relate. Uh, <laughs> this I, <is> a- <laughs> I have a poster that I have been carrying with me for, let's see, uh, four moves now. Uh, And (sighs) I I just need to get a frame. I just need to get a frame. It is still in the tube that it was mailed to me in. Uh, But I don't remember what size it is, so I can't just be like, okay, here it is. Uh, So it's it's just hanging out in my closet right now.
1: Yeah, my signed Iron Man poster. Um it's signed by Matt Fraction.
0: Oh shit.
1: Um it is <laughs> it wasn't a frame. The frame fell off the wall and broke into a million pieces. Oh. Uh so it has been retired. Yeah. So. But that's okay, because it's a signed, It's an Iron Man 2 video game poster. So it was a terrible game, but he wrote on it. And so he was there signing, you know, that as merchandise at Mm -hmm. SDCC. And my friend was there. And this was before I met him. And so my friend was like, do you want me to get something signed for you? Because I'm in the Matt Fraction line. I was like, sure. But but like, I don't want you to have to buy anything. She's like, well, I've got this Iron Man 2 movie or video game poster that they gave me for free. And he wrote wrote it. And I was like, okay, that works. And it's a cool poster. It's just, then it fell off the wall when we were hanging my art and my mom felt so bad. She was like, I destroyed it. Like I hung it up and then it fell and it broke the frame. And now this thing that's important to you. And I'm like, Listen, I have other things that are signed by Matt Fraction. I'm okay. Yeah. Also, it's ironed into the video game. So it was a bad video game of a movie that wasn't great. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I literally only had it because it was signed by Matt Fraction, but I have since met him and I have also had him sign other things. So I'm okay. Like, if I can let go of this like 12 year old movie poster.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it'll be fine. Or video
1: game, movie video game poster. <laughs>
0: even even worse,
1: maybe? Right. So I it's okay. Like, I'm fine. Like, and my mom was more emotional about it than I was. And I was like, it's mm-hmm. fine. Like, I was emotional about it later, but I didn't want her to feel bad because there was... Not something to feel bad about, like
0: right. She didn't do it on purpose,
1: right? It's just time to let go, you know. And it's yeah, like, that's maybe the sign that I should let go of this poster. <laughs>
0: sure,
1: I've had it, sure. you know, for how long since that movie came out?
0: Yeah, so. yeah. It's been it's been a bit. I never yeah. played the I never played the second game, but I borrowed the first game from a friend, uh, and. He was, he was, before I met you, he was like the Iron Man fan that I knew, uh, and uh, confidentially kind of the reason that I wasn't as into Iron Man, uh, because he just didn't sell me on it very well, uh, and the, that video game, the first one, it's what a mess.
2: What, well, a
1: mess, what a mess, a well, mess,
0: oh my god and like trying to fly around was just a disaster
1: Sure. yeah the first one's terrible the second one's a little bit better but the writing is really good and Mm -hmm. that was fun and but the game was just like glitchy as fuck and like it wasn't a good gameplay experience Mm -hmm. i couldn't even power through it for just liking iron man but like, I, you know, and I think it was, it was fun because like the, they had, you know, Robert Downey Jr. did the voice for the game too,
0: mm-hmm. when he
1: was back, when he was still part of it. You
0: know? <laughs> like, back, back when he was still like, I got to earn it back. I right. got to do the work. <laughs>
1: right,
0: And, I gotta help and now, this thing. now he's, he's like, all right, I think I did my penance. I can right. just kind of. I did it yeah. back off somebody else can do something
1: but they had like they int- uh, uh, Madame Mask was in the game I never got wow. to her but like he talks to her at some point like they're um, like you go up against um, the Magia crime family uh-huh. and so that's the one of the central villains of the game and like you're fighting them I never got any further into the game past like level two or three or whatever but like you have, there's like in battle arguments that you have with Whitney where you're like, she's taunting you while you're battling her, her tanks, essentially.
2: Oh, and then you're
1: like, God. Tony's like talking shit to her. And it is like so good. I'm like, I want to get to actually see Madam Mask. I never got to that point. So I don't know if you actually do see her within the game or if it's just like an Easter egg um, that you talk to her while battling her family. But mm-hmm. it is. Uh, that was a sell point for me. Like the writing was really good, and it was fun. But the game was just so bad. Yeah, the game itself was just terrible.
2: But yeah.
1: anyway, so it, it was. It was so bad that when I gave you my three hundred and sixty, I sold the game back to GameStop. <laughs> I didn't like, give you the three. I didn't. I gave because I think I gave you a couple of games with the three hundred and sixty, and Iron Man yeah. two was not one of them.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and I I seem to remember being like, "That's fine." Yeah, <laughs> I was. <laughs> I'm, I'm not <laughs> was, too hurt.
1: Yeah, I was like, "I'm going to sell this back for two dollars."
0: Uh, yeah, you gave me. I think you gave me Fallout three. Uh. And Skyrim. No, if I, I didn't, if
1: I I didn't have Skyrim then.
0: Oh shit! Well then, I do not remember what you gave. I don't me. know.
1: I don't know what I gave you, but this I... is a
0: long time ago.
1: <coughs> right, it was the three hundred and sixty. So I just swallowed yeah. wrong, and like, give me a second. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I think I sold it for like two bucks to the GameStop on Broadway. And then I went across the street to the VP and bought a Coke. <laughs>
2: with well there that you $2.
1: go. I was like this Coke is giving me more enjoyment than that game ever did.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But with oof. rough one. Yeah. Real rough one. It's kind of amazing that we're like at a point where uh, video game like comic book video games. Are usually pretty good, yeah. At this point, whereas like there was so long before we ac- actually got something good to play. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was basically like X Men Legends and Ultimate Alliance. And I don't those... know those
1: Spider Man movie games from the first. Sp- yeah, those were pretty. De- there was they were decent. I wouldn't say they were good, but they were playable.
0: <laughs> the first, the first one's not as good but the second one is great um and and then i also like the the ps1 spider-man games those 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 were pretty fun too mm -hmm. but i think i think once arkham asylum came out like a lot a lot of people paid attention to like oh you don't actually have to make a bad game if you're making a comic book game. You can you can do a good job. Uh, so, I'm, I'm just so excited about like w- the new games that are out now and are coming. Um, I'm really... Did you watch the trailer for the Guardians of the Galaxy game? Nope. So, it looks... It looks good, like, it, it, surprisingly good, but my problem with it is you have a Guardians of the Galaxy game, and it's single-player, and the only character you can play as is Star Lord,
2: mm. and it's, like,
0: if I could play as Gamora, I'd buy that in a heartbeat, because, like, running around with a sword, like, that's my shit, uh just shooting things, less less interesting for me. So, like, Star-Lord as a playable character is just less interesting to me. But, I don't know. Maybe it'll be good. It's by the team that did uh, Deus Ex, uh, which is pretty good. Um, yeah. I don't know. And then, obviously, there's going to be another Spider-Man game coming out. I can't wait for that. The uh, the first one and then Miles Morales were like two of the best games I've ever played. Uh, so I'm, I can't wait to see what they do next.
1: Yeah, I haven't played Miles Morales because I don't have a PlayStation and I refuse to buy one. So <laughs> <laughs> they're just so expensive.
0: I mean, a normal PS4 <laughs> is probably pretty cheap nowadays.
1: Yeah, but it's still more than I want to spend when I already have a perfectly functioning Xbox
0: right but I just
1: I'm not one of those people who needs to have all the systems right Because again I only play like a handful of games mm-hmm. so I don't need to have a PlayStation and it's like if it's a game if you're only gonna release a game on a certain system then I'm not interested because it's like, all right, well, I guess I'll play it if one of my friends has it. And they invite me over to play it. <laughs> yeah. It, it well, limits the options for me. Because it's like, you know, I don't yeah. have the money to just go buy systems that are just going to sit there. And the only thing I'm going to play on that system is Spider-Man games. When I don't like Spider-Man enough to, to devote that, you know? Like, if it had, listen, I played enough of the first Spider-Man with Chris that, like, I just spent the whole time trying to find the Nelson and Murdoch side.
0: Mm-hmm. I knew I wasn't mm-hmm.
1: going to find Matt, and I knew Matt wasn't in the game, but I did mm-hmm. want to just find the sign. That's all I did. I didn't even do anything in the game.
0: Okay, yeah. <laughs> uh, but, but here's the thing. Like, I don't blame you, because I have 100%ed that game three times. And the reason that I kept going back and doing it again from the beginning is because of the collectibles and the snapshots that are all the the easter eggs like that was my favorite part it was just like just give me the city and let me swing around and find stuff i don't need to fight anybody i don't need to like be going through a story you can just scatter a bunch of things to collect in that city, and I will have a blast finding yeah. them.
1: Yeah. Just let me run around and do stupid shit, you know? Exactly.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but. I love that game. But, uh, so I, I totally understand what you mean, because, like, everybody talks about, like, oh, you gotta get a PC, or you, you gotta get an Xbox, or, you know, all this. And for me, I have a ps4 and then i have the switch and i justify having both because of like the split of well there are games that are only on switch that i definitely want to play and there are games that are on either only ps4 or like ps4 xbox pc and not switch that i definitely want to play So I feel like I can get the widest range of games with those two systems. And then outside of that, it would be like just kind of picking up some extra stuff. But I have so much that I want to play already on the systems that I own that the idea of adding a whole nother thing to it is just like it's it's too overwhelming too overwhelming
1: yeah I just yeah I just don't have <clears throat> I just don't need it you know it's just not a necessity mm-hmm. to have two one especially again like I'd have a PS4 to play two games
2: mm-hmm. because everything
1: else I play on my p on my Xbox and it's like I know people like PlayStation more than I like Xbox Xbox has never done me wrong I have game pass and that's how I find a lot of stuff. That's how I end up finding new games or getting to play new games because it's super fucking cheap to have Mm -hmm. Game Pass. And PlayStation just does not have something that's comparable. And my brother, who's like a diehard PlayStation person, he's like, the thing that I would get an Xbox for would be Game Pass.
0: Absolutely.
1: and I'm like, yeah. And he's like, you're so lucky that you have Game Pass. It's <laughs> just like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> I, because that's again, because I'm a casual player, so I don't want to spend fifty or sixty bucks on a game that I might not like. You know, if it's mm-hmm. something that I can just download on Game Pass, and then like, like what happened with Inquisition? Like, I play. My friend said play Inquisition. I said I don't want to spend sixty bucks on it. She said it's free on Game Pass. I said okay. I downloaded it. I played it. I fell in love with it. Then I at all this spe- the content but mm-hmm. i wouldn't have bought it and unless i'd gotten a chance to play it for free the other two games did not buy them like origins i played all the way through it's done i am stuck at the same point i was in the last game with two and i've given up on two i'm never playing it again it's relentless and i hate it it makes me miserable yeah. um so um But again, like, I'm glad that I didn't spend 50 or 60 bucks on two, you know, Mm -hmm. even though now I know it's, like, it wouldn't be that because it's a 360 game. But still, like, I'm glad that at the time I didn't because I have given up on it and I don't twice now. And it bums me out. Like, I don't like, like, I wouldn't have Mm -hmm. wanted to spend money on that, but I didn't. So anyway, but I did just buy a a PS a Xbox S series. So. yeah but again i'm just upgrading my xbox you know i'm not buying another right. xbox so um yeah so that's yeah. coming in the mail
0: i uh i totally get also, that also
1: it was 200 cheaper than a ps5 that i couldn't find anywhere so
0: yeah ps5s uh are I I wish I could get a PS5. This yeah. is the first time in my life where I could reasonably afford to get a brand new system. Can't get, it. can't can't get it at all. Yeah. Um, I'm just like, oh cool, all right. But right. like honestly, my my PS4 is still doing fine. Right. Like I'm not really missing out on a ton of games that are only on PS5. Like everything's kind of cross gen right now so Mm -hmm. it's not really as important for me to make the upgrade
1: right well and they can't Um, really do any they can't really do any only any much more um only ps5 games if they if it's a commodity nobody can can get right like until they make more you know, it's only gonna hurt them to make only PS5 games. They're gonna have to be cross-gen because no how many p- nobody can get a PS5.
0: But that's the crazy thing because like Sony the other day was saying that it was their fastest selling PlayStation and it like there's like 10 million PS5s that have been sold. And I'm like, where? Where yeah. and to whom? Right. Like but like 10 million, that's a pretty decent install base. Well like, but did you
1: only make ten million? Because
0: no, I don't know.
1: If you if you made ten million and sold ten million, that doesn't really mean like
0: that right. doesn't
1: really mean that you made a profit. You
0: know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I well would... I know I know there's a huge uh chip shortage going on right yeah. now. Uh, That is affecting just so many different aspects of the world, uh, including yeah, games. So, so I know that that is affecting production, right? But like, damn, (laughs) like it sucks. I would love to. I I would love to be able to upgrade um, because I've had well. I've had a 4k TV and I can't do anything in 4k because my PS4 is just the standard version. And so I'm just like, damn, I would really, really love to be able to like watch 4k movies and shit like that. Yeah. Um, But I'm not going to buy a 4k (laughs) Blu-ray player when I'm eventually going to have a PS5. It would just be a waste of money. Right. Um, so I'm just waiting.
1: <clears throat> yeah, that's the only I got rid of my Blu-ray player because I like never used it because I only ever watched anything on the Xbox. Yeah. So it was like the only reason I'm keeping the the Xbox One is because it's now essentially a Blu-ray player.
2: <laughs> right.
1: Once, once the new one comes in. Because I didn't want to spring the extra for the
2: one with for the, the disc.
1: for the X. And it was like yeah. eh, this is cheaper. And the only reason I could do it is because I don't have to pay. I didn't have to pay rent this month and I don't have Mm. to pay my mortgage. My first mortgage payment isn't due till September. So I was like, eh, I'll treat myself. Yeah, (laughs) It's my housewarming gift to me.
0: (laughs) Exactly. And like you, you, you did a real big thing. You right. <laughs>
1: and I didn't I didn't just buy one when I could. Like I could have reasonably bought one at any point since they've been released because I yeah. had all that money sitting there waiting for the down payment on this place. But like I was a good I was a good adult girl and I said I will wait and I'm not going to buy it because that is a down payment on a house and I'm going to get more out of a house than I will out of an Xbox. And the Xbox can wait, and I did, Mm -hmm. and I waited, and then once I had finished all of the payments, all of the like money and whatever, and I was settled in the new house, I was like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna do the Xbox." Yeah. I bought it at Walmart, who let who lets you use a firm, so I didn't have to pay four hundred bucks for it right away. I just like, you know, I'm paying twenty like thirty bucks a month (laughs) for the next twelve months. So
0: that's it's not bad at all. (laughs) Yeah, not bad
1: at all. That's that's a a pro tip if you go through with PS- if you do find your PS5 go through Target or Walmart cuz they mm-hmm. do a firm so you don't have to pay it all up front you can pay it monthly okay and then cuz i reasonably i could have just paid for it and you know been done with it but I was like, no, because I might regret that later if I just all of a sudden, th- the minute I spend 300 bucks on this thing, my right. air, my AC is going to go out or something. <laughs>
2: so yeah. I was like, yeah.
1: I'll pay $39 today <laughs> and $39 for the next 12 months. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. So. so yeah. Um, so I have uh, a bit of exciting news uh, that you might have seen. Uh, But after a year and a half, uh, over a year and a half since I came out, actually, uh, I am finally going to be starting HRT in uh, just over a week. Nice. And it was a chore. It was a hassle uh, in so many ways uh, because I got the information from my therapist about like where I could go and in wonderful, beautiful Colorado, uh, you have to go to Denver for anything. Uh, And that is a minimum hour drive for me. Uh, So the first time was May, I, because it was just the first hospital that I was able to get in touch with went there and it was a miserable experience because they uh, kept dead naming me uh, and they appointment with the OBGYN uh, instead of you know the HRT specialist because it was a appointment that was just like here's all your basic shit and it's like cool Like, why couldn't I have done this where I live and then driven down here for what is only down here right Uh, and once I got done with that appointment they uh, told me that I was with the wrong that I had the wrong appointment and set up a new one with the correct doctor that was not going to be until December. That's Jeez. seven months.
1: Fucking Christ.
0: Yeah. So they were going to make me wait seven months. Uh, and so uh, I waited for a, a couple of months and I was just like, no, nah, there's, there's two other places in Denver. I can go. I'm going to try at the very least you know i can just say well it's no sooner than december the only thing i wasted was the trip down so i set up another appointment at a different hospital uh and that was a couple weeks ago and i had been looking forward to it obviously uh drive down and google takes me to the wrong fucking place uh, two miles away from where I was supposed to go so I called them and I was like where the hell am I supposed to go this is where Google told me to stop so they gave me the right directions I get in there and I'm 10 minutes late uh, because I was driving in rush hour traffic from Greeley to Denver over an hour away i left early crazy early too um i was 10 minutes late they give get my information uh she calls the doctor and says well misgenders me and says that i'm here and i was just like dope and then she gets off the phone and is like okay uh she can't see you today and i was like are you you kidding me? And I was so pissed off because I had literally just given her my address so she knew how far I had come that morning just for that appointment. So uh, she set up a new appointment for me. I left and I was like, no, this is bullshit. These two places have treated me so fucking badly. And like made such a bad impression. Uh, well, I'm
1: well, right? How are they going to dead name you and misgender you when you're there to do transition? Like,
0: well, and that's the thing. Like, that's that is specifically stated in my appointments and like in the information that I have given them. I have given my preferred name, preferred pronouns, everything like that, and because it, they're sending me to these, like, general practitioners or whatever, like, not the specialists that I am trying to see, uh, I'm dealing with these people who are like, oh, I'm, I'm not used to it. Like, the, the, do- the first doctor had an okay excuse because she's an OBGYN. So when she <clears throat> deadnamed me and misgendered me, it was because she thought I was a trans man. And I was like, oh. So okay. she just got
1: confused about where right, you because, were going.
0: Because she deals with more trans men. Obviously. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, okay. That's a totally acceptable uh, you know, mix up. Uh, but everything else has just been miserable. So I left the hospital and I sat in my car and I was like, fuck it. I'm going to call the last place. And the last place uh, was Planned Parenthood. And the reason that I hadn't called them earlier is because there's only two Planned Parenthoods that can do HRT in Colorado, and it was kind of difficult to find, like, which one it actually is, because if you go on their website, (laughs) you enter in your uh, zip code, it just tells you the closest one. So Mm -hmm. I don't know. Yeah, Um, it doesn't
1: tell you which one is
0: like set up for that right so i i was able to find the information called them and they are like okay uh we can get you in on august 18th so like this was yeah like two weeks ago so they they were telling me okay we can see you in three weeks i'm like that's the short that i've had so far so great and i was like so i'm doing this because the previous hospitals have kind of jerked me around and I I've already put this off for so long because of the pandemic and everything else. How long will it be after my appointment uh, that I can actually start HRT? And she was like, "Oh, well I guess just as long as it takes to send the prescription to the pharmacy." And however long it takes them to get it ready for you? And I was just like, So you're telling me I can start in three weeks? And she's like, Yeah. I'm like, I didn't I call you so much earlier. <laughs> <laughs> just just having a total breakdown over the like complete waste of time that I had gone through when I could have started so much earlier. Um But it's here. It's finally fucking here. Yeah. And I'm so so excited. And uh, because I had had that, like, postponement and I was waiting for December, my roommate had recommended that I give myself, like, kind of a gift each month uh, along the way just to, like, kind of keep me motivated and going. Uh, So I had already scheduled my gift to myself for august uh which is happening on wednesday and that is when i'm getting my ears pierced
1: nice and
0: i've never gotten a piercing so i'm a little scared Uh, are you
1: are you going to like a piercing place or are you just gonna go to claire's
0: (laughs) oh not i'm not going to claire's uh (laughs) No, there's there's a tattoo shop that I found uh, that that'll do it. But
1: <laughs> oh, come on! The Claire's experience is the essential girl experience. They just I you know. go you go and some teenager puts a gun to your ear and just goes. <laughs>
0: I know, but like, I think part of it is you have to be a child in order no, you to don't. be okay with that. No, you oh. have to be a child <laughs> to be okay with that. Nah. Like, I've, <laughs> I've lived for too long that like, I can't do that. <laughs> I can't do that. Uh, that is too scary, but yeah. Uh, I so, think that's um, way less
1: scary than the big needle that they're going to shove through your ear in a, in a piercing place.
0: I mean, i I've dealt with big needles at a uh, tattoo shop before, so it's no, like, I know it's I can... just
1: it's different than like the needle for like a tattoo.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: A piercing piece per, uh, piercing needles are much thicker and like ominous looking so yeah whereas but with I, the little earring gun it's just uh they just shoot the ear it's literally just like a one two three and then they just shoot the earring through your ear and then you've got a earring a hole in your ear with an earring in it <laughs>
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah um but i'm i'm very excited about that because it is going yeah to that'll
2: be fun open
0: up- so many options like i've looked at cute earrings for years and years and just been like dang those are pretty cute and uh there would be times where i would like if i was dating someone at the time i would just be like hey do you what do you think of these earrings like just <laughs> just like trying to push like hey i think this is cute like maybe you can like i can live vicariously yeah Yeah. had to do that a lot
1: well Um, i i am a jewelry whore so if you ever want if you ever want to send me cute earrings for opinions i will happily look at cute earrings with you
0: absolutely and even if i don't think
1: they're cute i'll be like those are great buy them
2: yeah yeah
1: because if you think they're cute that's all that matters you're the one that's gonna wear them Exactly. i'm also the bad influence friend so like if you're like i don't know if i should buy these <laughs> i'll be like fucking do it
0: do it do yolo
1: it. yeah Can't take it with you
0: i just bought a house motherfucker you're hemming and <laughs> you hawing buy- about earrings
1: <laughs> right. i bought a house and an xbox you can buy a pair of fucking earrings <laughs>
2: Yeah. Man, I wish, man,
1: Man, I wish Charming Charlie was still open because I would, we, I would like literally come down to Colorado specifically to take you to Charming Charlie and we could go (laughs)
2: like just
1: fucking ham. And I'd be like, I'm Uh setting aside a budget of like 200 bucks and we're going to buy you just a fuck ton of earrings and like cute jewelry and handbags.
0: (laughs) Oh, what a dream. That'd be so fun. That (laughs) handbag. I got, I got to get that handbag. Uh, but there, there's a there's a Kickstarter that is going to be going up uh for a for a handbag that is shaped like a stingray. Yeah, you sent
1: it
0: to me. No, well, I'm telling the oh, audience yeah. so they have the context for the handbag that I'm talking about. Yes. Um, this is a big deal for me because stingrays are my fave. Uh, they are my absolute favorite animal. Uh, so for my to first point- verse
1: to the point that I when I went on a a cruise with my family where I like was miserable the whole time we went to Atlantis the like resort and I just sent Maddie a bunch of fucking pictures of stingrays that they had in their tanks Mm -hmm. and it was like literally just daily just like here's some fucking stingrays that I saw
0: (laughs) Mm. I just love them I love them they're so sweet
2: flap flaps
0: yeah, my little flap flaps. Uh, and that day that we went to the shed aquarium and yes. we got to see them, oh, what a day! What a day! Still bummed we couldn't do the otter exhibit, but like, what was it? An extra forty bucks just yeah, to see it was the otters? absurd. I was like, oh, come on, guys, that ain't that ain't fair. Basically, doubling our price.
1: Right. Well, because oh. I think we went on like a resident day where it was free, mm-hmm. so it was like, well, I'm already here for free. I'm not paying forty dollars to see some fucking otters.
0: <laughs> just and it was just the otters, right? And I think that was like when I was real, real broke. So that yeah. that's why the free aspect was very important. Shout out to the shed for doing that. Shout out to the uh, fucking zoo. When we did that, uh, that zoo day was great. Um, I miss the zoo, I miss the animals.
1: Yeah. Well, you'll have to come visit sometime.
0: Yeah, yeah. Maybe, uh, maybe when there's not a global Papadopoulos, going right? On. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, Which you know like, might
1: be never. So
0: yeah might might just be kind of always yeah because like they're talking about how 50 percent of adults all eligible adults are vaccinated now and i look around and uh nobody's wearing a mask and it's like that doesn't work out statistically i hope you understand right uh (laughs) like i hope you understand that like if nobody's wearing a mask like, the people who are vaccinated and the people who aren't all look the same.
1: Right. So, I've gone um, back to wearing a mask because, you know, Illinois is kind of like, eh, maybe just to be safe. So I'm, st- mm-hmm. I'm going back to wearing a mask. And I definitely feel like I have to qualify myself and be like, I'm vaccinated. I just am trying to be safe <laughs> because I don't want people to think that I'm not vaccinated.
0: <laughs> right, right. Well, like, I, I never stopped. Yeah, I didn't
1: uh, eat. Well, I did a little bit, but like it was, be- it was when things were trending good, and so I was like, mm-hmm. okay, I can relax a little. I didn't do it in like the grocery store, but like you know, out on the street or like when I was with friends or like at a restaurant, mm-hmm. I wouldn't wear it unless the restaurant required me to do it. Um, but now I'm just like fucking everywhere I go again.
0: Yeah, uh, it's it. I'm just in contact with too many complete strangers on a day-to-day basis, that yeah. uh, wearing a mask, it's just, it always has to happen. Uh, yeah. and I wish everybody, uh, would kind of join in. It'd be, it'd be, it'd be fun. Like, 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 let's make it the new Harlem Shake. Like, everybody's into it. Everybody's everybody's wearing. Right? Can a mask. we make it
1: a, ch- a TikTok trend? Like, can we make it like the um the ice bucket challenge? Yeah,
0: <laughs> like you you already you can you can do a song. You can set it to everybody's doing the fish, a real big fish. You just do everybody's wearing a mask. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody's yep, wearing perfect. a mask. Perfect. We're good. Sold. And like, just do that for like a couple of months. You remember that? You remember that right, when they yeah, were like, yeah, yeah, "Just wear yeah. a mask for a couple of months. Wash your hands real good."
1: Yep. People were we'll coming up with no songs time. that would be the exact thirty-second interval for yeah washing.
0: Uh, I I made a joke <laughs> one that was uh, that was tears in heaven <laughs> <Perfect>. <laughs> because uh, because that was the the worst possible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah that was a little dark um okay so we teased it last time and i want to give people a chance to like if you don't want to hear suicide squad spoilers we'll talk about it later so we'll talk about some older stuff uh first um but gunpowder milkshake let's fucking talk about it
1: it was so good
0: it was so fun
1: it was and it was Uh, like it it was there's very little going on so it's like not a ton to follow it's mm -hmm. literally just like here's what it is it is a i'm gonna go shoot up all these fucking people and that's it like that's what the movie is but it's Mm -hmm. all just a bunch of hot bitches doing it
0: Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. uh, i'm into it i think i think i made my position pretty clear on how i feel about the assassin with the heart of gold that is saving a child yep uh trope (laughs) that's my jam it's a good one love that um and karen gillen is such a perfect fit for that character specifically because she's so clearly trying to be much cooler than she actually is because she's trying to fit into this world that like, she still kind of feels uncomfortable with it. She was just forced into it. Mm -hmm. Uh, So she's kind of putting on those airs and it's so funny. Uh, And I, I really agree with the AV clubs uh, take on it where they said, it's not as much John wick as people would lead you to believe it's much more Jackie Chan.
1: Yeah, I agree with that.
0: That's exactly it. Because what they did was like they they infused a level of comedy and inventiveness into uh, the action scenes that I feel has been really missing from a lot of action movies as of late. Uh, like, for instance, the fact that she. She fights those dudes with, like, essentially no arms. Right. Uh, and- <laughs> <When> she's
1: paralyzed.
0: <laughs> she, she can't move her arms. And nope. so she's just whipping them around and shooting them and, like, slashing at them. And it's real, like, it's not clean. Like, <sighs> she's she's not just effortlessly doing this stuff like she's really having to like work for it and work for it and i love that shit uh i'm a i'm a rockford files girl like you know i i love my my hero to kind of get the shit kicked out of them uh and and get back up right and it was it, it's just a fun movie and it's not perfect i'm not no. gonna say that uh, there's a lot of male gazy kind of stuff that happens, which is like you know expected when you're dealing with a male director and a male writer directing an almost all female cast. Uh, that that male gaze is definitely going to come in, um, but overall, it was just fun. It's just a fun movie,
1: and I think it's okay to live in a world where. Um... We don't need movies to be perfect. They can just be fun. Like yeah, I can see th- I can under- I don't need everything to be like I've said this about like superhero movies. and when people complain about superhero movies, like specifically like the DC movies, mm-hmm. I don't need high art from a superhero movie, right? I'm not going yeah. into these kinds of action movies or superhero movies expecting to get, you know the English patient. You know, I'm not going to see, you know, life is beautiful. I'm going to see some fucking superheroes beat the shit out of either each other or some supervillains. Like, I don't, that is what I'm there for. And in this situation, like, I am there to see some badass women fight some dicks. And, like, Mm -hmm. that's it. That was what I signed up for and that is what I got. Like, and that's they all that I needed.
0: <laughs> completely, completely delivered on exactly that premise. Right. And was. <laughs> I
1: great. signed up for Angela Bassett being a fucking badass, I mm-hmm. got Angela Bassett being a fucking badass. I signed up for Ke- um, Karen Gillen being a fucking badass, and I got Karen Gillen being a fucking badass. I signed up for Lena Headey being a badass, and I got Lena Headey being a badass. That is what I asked for. Yeah.
2: <laughs> and yeah. I got
1: that. And that is the end. Like, I don't need it to be perfect. I don't need it to be flawless. Movie Things have mistakes in them. Things are never going to be perfect because we live in a world where things are not perfect. If we lived in a perfect world, we would be done with the pandemic by now.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: So stop expecting movies to be perfect high art all of the time. Some things are just fucking fun.
0: Yeah, and I, I mean, when I first saw the trailer for for the movie, I was like, oh, put this in my fucking veins right now. Right, like that. (laughs) That is all I ever want. It's like oh, just just a women-led action movie, like. Because there's been three billion men who have had their action movies. I just want to see girls fuck some shit up. Is that so much to ask? Uh, So when they gave that to me, I appreciated it. Same. Um, Have you gotten to watch any of Masters of the Universe yet. No. Because uh, Lena Headey is in that as well as Evil Lynn. Cool. And uh, she's very good and I I am I, th- I think she might I think she might be a real cool character in that second half. I'm looking forward to it. Um but have you been watching anything else?
1: Um, nothing that isn't, you know, just kind of my normal rotation of stuff. Um, I did watch the, the, um, the Made Us series. It's just like some background noise. Um,
2: mm-hmm.
1: So I was watching like the movies that made us and the toys that made us and then the holiday movies that made us. Um, the toys that made us was not my jam because I'm like not... On that, like, I appreciated some of the stories, but like, you know, I'm not like a toy person, so right. Like my my toy my toy collections are limited, but it was like fun to watch the Ninja Turtle ones because I remember them from when I was a kid, and I they talk specifically about the van that I ha- that we had that everybody wanted, and like, um, you had, how the had the van. We have the van. Jealous. Yep, we had the van. We had all the turtle, all four turtles, and April. And we had a couple uh, of the. I think we had Bebop and Rocksteady. And
0: when I was growing up, we we didn't have a ton of money for uh, me, I guess. Uh, so if I was getting a toy, the option that was always posed to me was, "Okay, well, you can get the big thing." or you can get like three small things. And I always picked the small things because it was like more figures that I could play with because like I could just pretend like whatever the fuck was around me was, you know, the technodrome or whatever. Um and the the one exception that I would make with like the the big toys was the uh wrestling ring i got it. because a wrestling ring is very specific it's not something that you can like just pretend your counter is like you need the ropes you need stuff to stand on and jump off of in order for the full play experience um but that means that everything other than that like the, the van or the uh like the imperial uh Starship, like, you know, the the big Star Wars play sets, all of that, totally missed out on them. But uh, my my grandma did have a clothes drying rack that we tied strings to, and I had some high flying battles on that, I will tell you what.
1: Yeah. I had a friend, like, I never had, um, they did (laughs) talk... Pretty. I mean, that's the most He-Man I've I've had as that I was watching the episode of that show about how the He-Man toys came about and how that led to the series. Mm-hmm. And I just remember um, vividly that there was a kid in my neighborhood that I wasn't super great friends with, but he had awesome toys, so I would be friends with him just to go play with his Castle Grayskull. Sure. Um, and he had She-Ra, and he had her horse,
2: Oh man! So I
1: would go play with Shira and her pink horse, and yeah, and I uh, would fucking I fucking lost it. I loved that shit. And then my then my next door neighbor Gutu, he always had like a really good collection of toys because he was an adopted only child. So oh. like, yeah, with from a with a single mom. So he was an adopted only child to a single mom who lived with and they lived with his grandma, and so like. That kid was the most spoiled motherfucker I've ever met in my life. He had every fucking toy. He always had the latest shit. But it also made our Power Rangers play. Like, when we would play Power Rangers, it would make it super good because he had every color. He had every weapon. He had every sword.
0: Oh, my <laughs> God.
1: He had all the masks. <laughs> and it oh. would be a neighborhood fight over who got to be the gre- green slash white ranger yeah it was great it was always this christian kid ben who always wanted to be the white ranger and we're like he's too e like the green ranger was too evil for you i don't even know how you know the green ranger you're only allowed to watch pbs during the day <laughs> <laughs> you can't watch pbs after <clears> stop showing kids programming because god forbid you see theater <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: mm-hmm.
1: but they were like weird christian um yeah but he, so i don't know how he knew power rangers at all cuz he wasn't allowed to watch anything that wasn't pbs but anyway yeah so that was that was fun cuz it was like just learning about i didn't realize how many of the toys that i played with as kids were what's fueled the tv shows that made them that
2: mm-hmm.
1: cuz it's i'm so conditioned to think well like star wars star wars comes out then they make toys of star wars like i or, you know, comic books, comic book movies, toys of comic books, you know, like it doesn't it didn't register to me that there, there was a world where toys came first and then it came the show based off the toy.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, but I think the movies that made us was super interesting. Um, and I really enjoyed kind of learning about the trials and tribulations behind a lot of the movies that I grew up watching. Um. The weirdest one, I think. I didn't realize how hard it was to make Forrest Gump of all movies. It was like, apparently, the studios kept passing on it and passing on it. And then when they finally got okayed, they had like a shoestring budget to the point that Robert Zemeckis and um, Tom Hanks put up their own money to get the movie made. And then... And then when the studio would come in and try to give them notes, and Zemeckis would get super fucking mad and be like, no, I've got money invested in this now. I'm doing what I want.
2: Yeah, fair. And
1: it was like, yeah, it was crazy. Um, but a lot of them, too, were like fun stories or like, you know, how much how much of how much of Back to the Future was just luck in a prayer and like um, I didn't realize, like, I knew that um, Michael J. Fox wasn't always Marty McFly, but mm-hmm. I didn't realize how much of his stuff was just he flew in, did it overnight, and then would leave. <laughs> um,
2: yeah,
1: and how much of it was filmed like he wasn't he wasn't in the scene with the actors sometimes. Mm-hmm. So there's like the dinner scenes. They would film the dinner scene without him there, and then he would come in, and then he'd film his his part of that scene with no one.
0: <laughs> was was he doing Family Ties at the time?
1: Yeah, he was doing Family Ties at the time. So he was, and so he was filming for Family Ties, and so he would have to go back and forth. Oh, um, God. So they were really, but they um, Eric Stoltz was originally Marty McFly, and he just was not working out.
0: That and, would be such a weird movie yeah because like I'm I, I like Eric Stoltz but, but he, w- he it so- wouldn't
1: have he doesn't have the the same Marty McFly energy. Yeah.
0: He doesn't have that that vibe right uh, and that's what they,
1: that's what their issue with him was too is that he just didn't have the vibe.
0: Yeah but that's that's a weird alternate universe like right what 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 kind of world would we be in if it was Eric Stoltz instead?
1: yeah and then some of them end with like really nice like where they are now kind of notes and like the one that got me was the ghostbusters one which is when i texted you about harold Ramis,
2: mm-hmm. and
1: i was like um because i didn't realize what a, tr- what, a tr- what a what a what a um crapshoot it was making ghostbusters in the first place um but They basically didn't even have the rights to the name Ghostbusters because there was some cartoon or something Mm -hmm, that like mm -hmm. had the name. So they had to film two separate versions of the movie that they had like Ghostbusters and Ghost Breakers. And so they'd film a scene where it said Ghostbusters and then all the people chanting Ghostbusters. And then they'd go cut and then they'd go and change the signage. And then they'd film the exact same scene with Ghostbreakers just in case they couldn't get the rights to the name Ghostbusters.
0: Oh, my
2: God.
1: And it was so funny, like the effort that they put into this weird thing. And then um, so then there's like they had this whole like kind of like what happened to the people in their careers after the fact. Um, I also didn't realize how much of Slimer was based off of Jim Belushi. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry, John Belushi. Um, Yeah. And that was like, because he was originally supposed to be um, Venkman.
0: Interesting.
1: And then he, so when he wrote, so when Aykroyd wrote the movie, he wrote it it with um, Jim Belushi, John Belushi as Venkman and Eddie Murphy. As, um,
0: as Ray. Yes. Or Winston. Ray. Huh.
1: And then he was because he was friends with them and they were working on SNL together. And then he um, Belushi died, and then um, Eddie Murphy said uh, had some other schedule reason why he he couldn't do it, but he didn't he couldn't do it because mm-hmm. originally um Winston I don't think was in the original script okay and then Ray was a different kind of character he wasn't the sci- like quite a sciency
0: oh.
1: um then bill Murray he got Bill Murray to come on um, because the direct because of stripes and the director worked with him on stripes they got Bill Murray he said all right cool I'll do it then he was kind of Bill Murray about it. And like, they didn't even know if he was going to show up to the first day of filming. Mm -hmm. Um, And he did. And it, it worked out, whatever. And then um, they hired. Oh God.
0: Ernie Hudson.
1: Ernie Hudson. Um, He came in for
0: um,
1: Winston. And then they hired Harold Ramis. Um, And it was, uh, and it ended up, you know, working out great. And, then they kind of made Slimer Belushi out of the light like, as a tribute to Belushi because he was supposed to be in the movie. Um, and then it like talked about kind of like where their careers went and like the friendship between Harold Ramis and Bill Murray and how it kind of fell apart mm-hmm.
2: um,
1: it, uh, uh, when they made Groundhog's Day and how they hadn't spoken to each other in years. And then they had Harold Ramis's daughter on talking about how that had always kind of like crushed him. Mm-hmm. and he had always like tried to like reach out and then i'm gonna i'm gonna cry <laughs> but, oh, um a couple weeks before harold Remus passed away from cancer um bill murray showed up because he was here in illinois at in glendale where they where he lived and uh Bill Murray showed up at the police station and said, take me to Harold Ramis. I don't know his address anymore.
2: Mm.
1: And he got a police escort to Harold Ramis's house.
2: Oh, my God.
1: And they, she said that they sat there and they talked for hours and basically buried the hatchet. And then a couple weeks later, he passed away. Mm. And I was like, I was getting ready to really hate Bill Murray. <laughs> like,
2: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I
1: was like, and I don't love Bill Murray because like he is kind of a dick, but like yeah. also that was like a sweet story. And I was like, I'm glad that they got closure because that's more for Harold Ramus than anything. Because mm-hmm. I think I've never heard anything bad about him. I've always heard that he was just a really nice guy and really nice to work with and like really cared about people. Um yeah. So, yeah, anyway, so that was, like, sweet. And you got a lot of stories like that. Um, And they do Home Alone, and they did Jurassic Park, which was really fun to watch. And, like, um, Die Hard was fun. I didn't realize that Die Hard was originally supposed to be – Frank Sinatra was supposed to be the lead.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah,
1: uh, yeah, because it's like a sequel. to The book is a sequel to another movie that he made or, like, whatever.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But, yeah, and he passed on it, which, thank God, because that would have been a terrible movie.
0: It's, <laughs> it's so weird. Sequel, man. Yeah. Um,
1: but I did learn that the fall from the, that um, Hans Gruber has at the end of the movie when he dies,
2: mm-hmm.
1: that that was done in one take.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And Gary Oldman did that fall.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. It wasn't a stunt. (laughs) They told him, they're like, okay, we're going to drop you on three. And he's like, okay, okay. And they're like, okay, one drop. And like they dropped him early so that shock is completely real.
1: Yeah, they said that's his real fear. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. And because they, they were struggling with it and he said he and they had an, an, an old interview with him talking about it at like one of the anniversaries of the series or, or the movie or whatever before he passed and they were talking about how he, he was... Um, they were struggling with how to line up that shot because they couldn't really do a stunt double if he's, you know, they're trying to get a close-up of his face when he falls. And he said, well, I'll just fucking do it.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not realizing
1: mm-hmm. they were going to take me at my word.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> and that they were going to say yes. <laughs> and then I yeah. regretted saying that. <laughs> but then I had to do it.
0: Ah, <laughs> mm-hmm. oh, what a gem
1: yeah so that's a fun series so if you i would recommend it because you it's kind of fun little facts about movies and then the ones um like the holiday movies is just elf and one other one maybe that's the home alone
2: Mm.
1: um no or nightmare before christmas what it's i think three maybe it's the three home alone nightmare before christmas Home Alone is in one of the two series, but the holiday movies one was funny because they were talking about elves and how much of that movie just was John Favreau calling in favors.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> and how much of the cast is just him going or the like? The um, the studio said, "Yeah, sure, make this Will Ferrell movie," and then they'd be like, "Who are we going to do this for this?" And John John Favreau's like, "I'll call a guy and like get so and so to show up to the movie or like whatever." Um, and it, so, and how much they, like, hesitated on it because it came out after old school. Mm-hmm. And so they were going to, like, oh, so we're going to have Frank the Tank come and do a chi- a children's elf movie. Um, and then they ended up just releasing it anyway and being like, well, you know, and it ended up being, like, the highest grossing Christmas movie, like, ever. Yeah. <laughs> So and then a lot of the conversations about like um, how annoyed James Khan was by Will Ferrell all of the time, Mm -hmm. Um, which, yeah,
0: (laughs) Yeah, I get it.
1: (laughs) I can see that. (laughs) So. Uh,
0: I I don't know if it was at the same level as uh, Tommy Lee Jones on uh, Batman Forever, (laughs) where he where he yelled at Jim Carrey i cannot abide <laughs> your your, <laughs> your foolishness it's, or no, your oh
2: god
1: what was it it's a really What's great it? line you I, hold on let me google it because okay. i know exactly what you're talking about but it's it's but the way it's it's much more highbrow
2: yeah
0: Oh my God! It, it's it's something that like only Tommy Lee Jones could possibly say.
1: I cannot sanction your buffoonery.
0: Yes, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> I cannot sanction your buffoonery.
1: Which also I can absolutely see Two Face mm-hmm. to the Riddler. So like, yes, I cannot sanction your buffoonery.
0: <laughs> oh my God! It's such a Fucking raw line. And
1: I can just see, I can see his stink, fa- like the Tommy Lee Jones stink face that's like 90% of his role in Captain America.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And him just, and that southern drawl of, that Texas drawl of, I cannot sanction your buffoonery.
2: <laughs> just... <laughs> like... God, I...
1: What I would give to have that on video.
2: I know. Like, yeah.
1: <laughs> forget the Christian Bale freak out. I want Tommy Lee Jones, I cannot sanction your buffoonery. Because mm. if I were Jim Carrey, I would have recorded that and made it my fucking ringtone. Right. For the like, rest of was, my life, I would listen to that. It was
0: right before. It was right before we all had cell phones. I know. Like, it was just, oh, man. Because that is just incredible. Uh,
1: man, so funny,
0: yeah. Um, all right, shall we get to the main event?
1: Sure, might as well.
0: All right, we're gonna talk about Suicide Squad now, we're gonna talk about spoilers. So, if 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 you you, haven't watched
2: it, stop listening now. if,
0: If you haven't watched it, like it's right there.
1: Well, but it's also like listen, people got it just came out like three days ago. Like people are busy. Life is busy, you know, some people have to go back to their offices and work. You know. I get it. It's not like we're it's not like we're four weeks in. It's it's been three days, man. Like we can we can give people a little bit of a break for three day lead time.
0: Well, I typically put these up on Wednesday. So by that point it will be like a week. Well, there um, you
1: go. You'll have a week. Yes. Yeah. It'll be a week so between our recording and when this is posted, maybe you've watched it by now. But if you haven't, that's fine. There's no mm-hmm. judgment here.
0: It's not judgment. It's just like <laughs> it it's it I was so excited when I had the realization of like oh my god, there's a brand new Suicide Squad movie and I can just watch it at my house? Like, just immediately? Like, it was the most excited I've been for, like, that portion of, like, the pandemic like, actually coming HBO through.
1: Max or Home Box yeah. Office Maximum.
0: Home Box Office Maximum. Uh,
1: to be fair, but... you only have HBO Max because I have HBO Max.
0: No, no, I actually. Oh, you have pay, it now. I pay for my own.
1: Oh, nice! So I can delete your profile off of mine.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, because I think I forgot that you had given me a login, and I just like signed up for it. So I was like, oh. I mean, it's <laughs>
1: like five bucks or whatever, right?
0: Well, they were they were doing some sort of special where it was like uh, sixty bucks for like six months or something like that, and I was like, I oh, I've got, Might I've got well. the money. Might as well. Uh, Cause like you know, Mortal Kombat. It's not like was you're not gonna, use gonna it. be coming. Yeah, exactly. Um, so more I young, uh, more Young
1: Justice coming. We got Titans starting this week. Okay, we'll buy. Take two.
0: Hey, we're back. It's it's been a little while since Anchor's done that to us. So we were you know, due.
1: Shit happens.
0: Yeah. But um, yeah, so. i i I personally like hbo maximum uh i i think it's a pretty decent service i i liked mortal Kombat, like so that was like the first test for me for where i was like all right you're making these movies like it's gonna be good um
1: i have um streaming services that I like less so you know I don't have a strong opinion one way or the other but it does not it's not as glitchy as like um, Peacock is
0: I haven't touched Peacock
1: Peacock listen the only reason I've even touched Peacock is because of Psych
0: Mm.
1: and um, I've watched a couple of original series which are not bad like I really I really enjoyed Rutherford Falls um the girls five ever isn't bad um it's not what i would call good but it's not bad (laughs) um but it's sure is a glitchy service and yeah it sure does kick me out for no reason in the middle of watching something it just restarts and it doesn't matter if i'm on my computer or on my tv because sometimes i'm like well my tv is pretty old so maybe it's the roku tv no Does it on my computer does it on my phone does it on the new TV that I had or it's not a new TV but the TV that I got when I bought the house mm-hmm. it's just like so whatever
0: yeah and i I haven't touched it because uh, I'm pretty annoyed because like they added wrestling to it which like would normally be like a a selling point for me but like what they did is they wwe had their own streaming service for a little while uh and it had a huge 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 library of like fucking everything and then they shut that down and moved to peacock and they have a fraction of what they used to have so now it's just like don't don't move to a new service it, it and like shut down the old one if you're not gonna continue to carry the what what you previously had. <laughs> it was the same problem I had with HBO Max at first because they shut down DC Universe and then like half the shit first wasn't on there on HBO. And, and so I was just like, why? Why well, are you but doing? DC, this?
1: But DC Universe was always a revolving door, so stuff wasn't always there. So whatever left with DC Universe probably was going to leave DC Universe anyway, and so they were just like, "Well, let's just load what we're going to put, what the new DC Universe was going to be."
0: Well, I'm talking. Format. I'm talking about uh, Justice League, Justice League Unlimited, and Superman the Animated Series.
1: Yeah, like, that stuff are... was never going to permanently stay.
0: I mean, they don't have to right, have... both but,
1: all... but that's not... they From the beginning, DC Universe was not loading every... They'd have stuff on there for a little while, then they'd take it off and put different stuff on there. Whether they own it or not, that's just how it always was. There was plenty of stuff, like, not all of the Batman movies were on there, like, Death and the Family... Um, no, Death and the Family is the new one. Um, the, like under the red hood was on and off that like four or five times in the existence of DC universe, like stuff. W- it was a revolving door. They wouldn't load all of their pro- programming on there all the time. That was how it well, always was.
0: Well, it, the wrestling stuff, it's like, you no, know, they, they own that and they they would put it up in perpetuity, like nothing left. Um, so that's why I was like, oh, Peacock, what the fuck? You're just worse. Like, as far as their original programs, it's like nothing that I've seen uh, really gets me going. Anyways, we were going to talk about Suicide Squad, a good movie. Uh, was it? I, wanna- I loved it. Okay. Okay, let's hear it.
1: I didn't love it. I was super bored until we got to like Harley and the president, and then it was kind of fun for a little while. Um, I'm su- I never thought I would be angry about Rick Flag, but I am livid. Um, yeah. <sighs> I think they killed all of the characters besides Rick Flag and Harley that had any charisma whatsoever. Um, and we got a bunch of people that were like not a lot of fun to watch. I did like Polka Dot Man and I did like Ratcatcher, but like I don't think they got enough screen time.
2: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: I don't understand why we have a Peacemaker show coming out because he was the least likable and most annoying character of the whole new new see- show movie. Um, outside of killing Rick Flag. Um, I got exactly what I expected out of John Cena, which was nothing. Oh. Um I liked the first one better. Wow. Um, I think Margot Robbie was amazing. She did a great job. I enjoyed every minute she was on screen. Starro was fun, but that was the end of the movie. Like we it took us so long to get to anything with actual Starro. Mm -hmm. that like we wasted so much time on the other stuff and it was just I don't know and I just think that the characters that some of the characters that we gave up like Boomerang um... (laughs) even like fucking Pete Davidson at the beginning of the movie he was way more fun than I had the rest of the time yeah I just think that like we didn't have we didn't give the characters that had personalities enough to do and we focused too much on fucking John Cena and Idris Elba was fine, but, like, he wasn't Will Smith.
2: Yeah.
1: And I felt I had more of a – I just feel like you just wanted to make Deadshot, but, like, you couldn't use Deadshot again. So you may, you just did the same story of, like, he's got a daughter at home.
0: Yeah. And it was, yeah.
1: like, I, I felt it more with Deadshot. In the first movie, than I did Mm -hmm. with Bloodsport in this movie. And I just felt like, because we just did the same thing, like the black criminal with his daughter at home.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah.
1: Do we, is that the only thing that black people are to you? It's like Amanda Waller or criminal with a daughter? Like, I don't, it just, it just was weird and it just didn't sit right with me. I think it's not Idris Elba's best work. Um, It felt like he kind of phoned it in yeah Um, I wow I was I liked the first one better and I again I'm somebody who really liked I liked the first one I I know it's it's got problems I hated Joker but overall I had a lot of fun with that movie it gave me exact it's the same thing with um Gunpowder Milkshake I went in and I was expecting a thing and that's what I got you know is it the best premise no is the is the Is it sweaty a little bit? Yeah. Is some of it not great? Sure. Is it perfect? By no means. But I had a fun time and I left with a smile on my face and I laughed out loud multiple times. Like I had a good time in the first one. Uh, This time, even the stuff that was supposed to be funny felt really forced. Like, I don't, I just, I I, the only, I think the only part of the movie that I can say that I enjoyed start to finish was, like, the whole sequence with Harley and the president and, like, her start to finish with that. Yeah. And then when she, till when she, like, meets up with Rick Flagg and um, Deadshot, or not Deadshot, Bloodsport in the alley. And then that's when I stopped enjoying the movie until we got to, like, the final site with Starro. Yeah. And then... God, I'm so mad about Rick Flag. I
0: didn't, I didn't
1: think I would be mad about Rick Flag.
0: I didn't either. I really didn't. <laughs> like, uh,
1: like, livid.
2: Because,
0: <laughs> like, in that first movie, he he like it, I I read an interview with him, and he called himself a plot donkey. And I was like, wow, that is a. Good way to put he your really role.
1: was. He was really <laughs> the plot donkey in the first movie.
0: <laughs> and like I didn't I didn't expect to go into this movie and be like fuck yeah Rick Flag. Like I loved him and I'm really upset <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> like,
1: well and it's like that the most especially like the moments that he had with harley where it's like it was clear that they'd very they'd formed a friendship and like yeah. it was the first time i think that she we've seen her have a relationship with a man that wasn't manipulative like yes. she knows where she stands with rick He's kind to her he has grown to respect her on some level and that they clearly have a relationship that doesn't require her to be a sexual partner to him, mm-hmm. doesn't require mm-hmm. her to be subservient to him in any way. He is treating her as an equal and she feels respected in that relationship. And that's kind of the first thing we've, the time we've seen MCU or MCU, DCEU mm-hmm. Harley with a man that hasn't treated her like shit. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, even arguably Batman will treat her like shit. Like, she is still a, she is still a criminal. <laughs> like, right, right. You know? And I just... That, that bummed me out. That, one, I didn't get more of that. Because mm-hmm. I think that both of the characters, because they're the two returning characters from the previous movie, besides Waller, that they deserve that. And I'm genuinely angry that, like, she did not get a moment with him to say goodbye or like they didn't get to see each other again after they split up that like
2: mm-hmm.
1: and like when she's crying talking to Bloodsport and it's like he was my friend like how many people can she really say that are her actually her friend
2: like <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> you know like that pissed, that just pissed me off and the fact that like I mean I'm glad he died in the end but like I'm so mad, like, that you took this shitty fucking dude that no one cared about. Like, I remember when the press started and everyone was like, who the fuck's Peacemaker? Like, who cares about Peacemaker? And then before the movie even was released, they were like, he's got a TV show coming. And we're all like, why? Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs>
1: who the fuck? <laughs> like, who asked for that? Zero people asked for this. But then I watched the movie and I'm like, I would have watched a Ratcatcher show. I would watch a yes. Dot Man show. I yes. would watch. I would watch a Deadshot show. I would watch a Bloodsport show. I would watch a Rick Flag show. I would mm-hmm. watch a live action Harley Quinn show because we already have a cartoon show. Like, I would watch a Boomerang show. I would literally watch a Starro show before I watch a Peacemaker show. Yeah. Like, what an annoying, useless fucking motherfucker! And then he turns out to be a dick and kills Rick Flag and like. Mm-hmm. God. Anyway, I hate that movie, <laughs> and I was so excited about it because I did like the first one, so I was looking forward to a second one. Yeah, I'm probably one of the few people that liked the first one, and was like, No, I,
0: I liked, I liked the first one too. Uh, like,
1: I mean, I know it wasn't a, it was panned and people didn't love it, but Caitlin and I went and saw it, and we had a great time, despite Jared Leto. You know, yeah. and I just I feel very disappointed in this movie, and I felt like it was too much of like James Gunn trying to be James Gunn, and it felt like I don't know, it just didn't, it just, it all felt off, and that like there was the big chunk of the movie that was just I started looking at my phone, and when I start looking at my phone in a movie, you know it's done.
2: <laughs> like,
1: yeah, I was like I just got bored then it stopped like it, my internet went out so then it stopped playing and it literally took me an hour and a half to go back to it I started doing other stuff because I was like I'm not interested but I't oh, no geez. I said I would finish it so I went back anyway I'm sorry I'm you sounded so excited and I'm like it wasn't good <laughs> I'm sorry I'm just so upset about Rick Flagg and I didn't think I would be here and, mm-hmm this person in 2021 upset about about Rick Flagg. Yeah. If you told me when I watched the first one that I would be upset that Rick Flagg would die in the second one, I would be like, no, I wouldn't. You're a liar. You're a liar. Not that I didn't like Rick Flagg in the first movie, but you're right. He was kind of just there to be the plot, to carry the plot.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. I Like, everything that you are saying, I get. Um, but for me, I, I had a blast watching it, uh, because it actually felt like a suicide squad, like comic and story, because in the, in the first movie, I never bought that, like those people would be sent on that mission. Like it, it just, it just never made sense and it wasn't really what the Suicide Squad was about like they're supposed to be the ones that are doing covert ops why are you sending them to do like the ending of Avengers like not what they're there for um so with this one with the setup being like you have to break into this lab you have to destroy it and then get get the fuck out of there like, the premise was already, like, okay, that that tracks for me. Um, setting up that they, there were two teams and that Amanda Waller would specifically send out, essentially, pawns to die, like, yeah, that's definitely something that would happen in the comic. And I thought that... because... because like so many of the characters in this movie, I have no idea. And like, I've read, I've read a good chunk of comics, like not, as many, but like you know, a good chunk. Yeah, had no idea who so many of these characters were. Um. So like, seeing some weird shit, like, uh, TDK, like, fucking. Throwing his arms and then just kind of slapping people around, I was just like, "What the fuck is going on?" Um, it was just so crazy that I was just like, "I can't believe this is real."
1: <laughs> real quick, uh, I just have to. Real quick, I just have to interject. It has nothing to do with Suicide Squad, but because you brought up Nathan Fillion, I just have to say, have you seen the thing about Edmonton and how they like named City Hall the Nathan Fillion Civilian Pavilion? For the weekend,
2: oh oh my god!
1: Because there was a petition, because he's from Edmonton, and so they Uh like there's a petition. Somebody started a petition to name to make a Nathan Fillion Civilian Pavilion to celebrate its famous son, Nathan Fillion, and City Hall. So then City Hall renamed City Hall the Nathan Fillion Civilian Pavilion. This. For, for the weekend so people could come and take pictures in front of it and, like, have the whole experience and encourage tourism to Edmonton. Wow. And I was like, that is brilliant, and I love it, and I hope that Nathan Fillion appreciates it.
2: I'm sure he does. <laughs>
1: I'm sure he's giggling somewhere being, like, the Nathan Fillion civilian pavilion. <laughs> like... hmm
0: hmm <laughs> I guarantee he's loving that.
1: Anyway, sorry, I just had to. I had to just mention that since we were talking about his character.
0: Yeah. Uh, well, don't don't have a whole ton of time to talk about his character because right. that dude, fucking. Well, he he does. He's the one that like doesn't really die because like when they're going through the screens of all the like all the people that who died. Uh, he is in critical condition, right. but not dead. Yeah. Um, so, like, that would be interesting if he pops up somewhere. <coughs> I don't know where. I don't know where he could possibly show up, but uh, it's just interesting that they kept him on on the table. And same with Weasel. Uh, Wait,
1: what a weird.
0: <laughs> mm, wow. If, if there was anything that made me feel like, okay, I think we might actually see, like, Beak from the X-Men show right. up in a movie, or Dupe, like, everything's on the table at this point. I, d- right. I genuinely don't think anyone is, is out of the question. And that's, I think, the most exciting part for me, because, like, I just want to see him get weird I just want to see the weirdest shit that I can in these comic book movies I'm tired of the basic I'm tired like we we spent so long in black leather costumes that like I want to see color I want to see dumb shit I want to see polka dots I want to see I want to see a, a dude with arms that he just controls with his mind for no reason I want to see the weird shit and I will let so much else slide if I just see some weird shit honestly Uh, which is uh, weirdly enough kind of the same thing I was saying about the first Suicide Squad movie because it it was just like I never thought I'd see Enchantress show up in a fucking movie so like that's crazy yeah, And never thought that I'd see uh, Starro. Are you kidding me? Could you imagine going back to Batman Forever and saying, like, hey, guess what? In 25 years, they're gonna make a Suicide Squad movie where they fight Starro. People would lose their fucking minds.
1: They'd be like, you're fucking full of shit. Yeah! Fuck off.
0: And, and you know what John oh, so Ostrander's what gonna squad. be I mean
1: because it didn't <laughs> exist yet 25 years ago
0: <laughs> uh, the comic did
1: Suicide Squad?
0: yes no yeah do you know why I am so confident in that because you googled it no it's because the, in Suicide Squad that is where Oracle debuts that is where Barbara Gordon becomes Oracle in the 80s, in the aftermath of Killing Joke. Everybody uh, thinks that she becomes Oracle in Killing Joke. She fucking doesn't. No, she she does, just... I knew
1: she doesn't in Killing Joke. Oh, you're right. Well, it wasn't, she, it wasn't a Suicide Squad book. It was called Legends. No. They had different no. names. They were in Brave of the Bold. There was Legends.
0: No, no. There was an actual book called Suicide Squad.
2: By John Ostrander. Of right now.
1: Well, whatever.
0: Suicide Squad was in the, was it started in the eighties. Uh, that that's that's when it started. Eighty-seven um, so and ninety-two. Yes, it,
1: okay, you're right.
0: Um, but like people would lose their minds like hearing that shit because like. At that point, it was just like, "Is it Batman or Superman?" No. Okay. Well, then it like, it's never going to happen.
1: Like, let's be real. Barely Superman by then. Like
0: barely Superman <laughs> at that point. because uh, Superman four was like seven, eight years old at that point.
1: Yeah, and he was yeah. like mostly on TV, like Adventures of Lois mm-hmm. and Clark, and
0: yeah. in the cartoon and uh and then smallville would happen a couple years later right um but that's that's what is exciting to me is like i i don't want to see the shit that we've uh, always seen i want to see the the weird stuff that people always said like that'll never happen that nobody will put that in a movie um hell that's why i liked the part in uh the like, what was it? The original Justice League where like parademons showed up, and I was like, I never thought I'd see parademons, that's fucking rad. Uh, that original movie is awful, but like it had stuff that I never thought I'd see before, uh, so like it had something for me to be excited about, and with this movie, I I just enjoyed so much that it actually felt like a Suicide Squad comic. Uh, whereas the other one, it it just kind of felt like it was <laughs> Suicide Squad spray-painted on the side of Avengers. Um, it wasn't really being its own thing. Although, I suppose you could probably say this is Suicide Squad spray-painted on the side of fucking guardians of the galaxy and you wouldn't right be this is ba- totally That's basically
1: off. what this is
0: <laughs> you wouldn't be totally off and i get that um but like it did feel like there were stakes to it which was exciting because i was like man i i i've been watching these trailers and like i don't see harley showing up Uh, with the rest of the team a lot so like I'm a little bit nervous Uh, so it it, it was actually once she got reconnected with Flag and uh, Bloodsport that I was just like able to breathe a sigh of relief like okay but the team there's it's fine Um...
1: oh they would never James Gunn would never get away with that because she is such a cash cow With Margot Robbie for them, like they could literally drop Harley in anything right now, and it would make money.
0: Yeah, (laughs) yeah, but like I was still nervous. I was still nervous about it.
1: Yeah, there's not a chance in hell.
0: Because guess what? I watched a Spider-Man movie where they killed Emma Stone, (laughs) and like, well, it
1: it that had nothing to do with Emma Stone and everything to do with Gwen Stacy. So you knew she was going to die because her name was Gwen Stacy.
0: Yeah, but just nightmare um so but i i really liked it i do agree that peacemaker is incredibly unlikable but i think he's supposed to be Uh, oh he's
1: supposed to be but like i still don't you know i don't understand why we're giving him a tv show on top of it
0: i don't either but like that kind of makes me want to watch it to be like what are you doing like what? What is going on here? Why would you do this? Why would you? Why? <laughs> like what? What is going on with this?
1: I can't. So, I'm like, too angry.
0: I am gonna watch it. I'm gonna at least this start because I gotta I gotta see what the fuck it it's even gonna be. Um, I
1: I would have watched it at the beginning of the of the show. I was like, all right, or at the beginning of the movie. I was like, all right, you know, whatever. He's annoying. He's like a really annoying Captain America. I got it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's saying a lot because Captain America is super fucking annoying. <laughs> but. How dare. Listen, I get to make those jokes.
0: Yeah. Um, but uh, I, I loved Polka Dot, man. Right. It really did. Listen, I and would I,
1: also I would die for Ratcatcher. She was so precious. She's she's
0: my, she's my favorite. She's my favorite. She's my favorite. She's my favorite. I adore her. Uh she's just so, she's so sweet and like she's the heart of that movie like easily. It's not it's not really blood sport and his daughter although like you need that kind of dichotomy with Ratcatcher and her father who is Taika Waititi for no reason like I don't I don't know why maybe he was just in town and he was just like yeah sure I'll, I'll show up but um, she's she's so wonderful in that movie and uh, I saw I saw a post the other day that said uh, this is the best PR that Rats have gotten since Ratatouille. <laughs> I like that
1: uh, that was her code name. <laughs> Flag called her yeah, Ratatouille. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. Oh uh, and and she like she didn't get get all shitty about it or anything like mm-hmm. that. She just answered and it was just like, "Oh, so it's like it's a cute thing. It's not right. um, it wasn't I'm a, making like, fun of you." It
1: wasn't him being a dick.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, she was adorable. and uh, I like King Shark. I like King Shark. Uh, I thought he was fun. and uh, the part with the little jellyfish guys where he's like playing with them, but then then they betray him. Oh, I was so sad because he had just made friends. And they were sweet friends. And then no. They're assholes to him. Don't don't do King Shark with that. That's mean. I Um, mean, I
1: think my expectations for King Shark were higher than they should have been. Um, But I am just used to, because I've been watching the Harley Quinn cartoon. So mm -hmm. he's just, I, I enjoy Ron Funch's version much more.
0: Definitely um, different interpretations of the characters. And it's not
1: like, it's not even just the interpret like I don't mind them the way that they did it. It was fine. Mm-hmm. I don't hate it. I just sort Sylv- Sylvester stallone in it.
0: Yeah. Which is fair. Which is fair. Uh I, I thought I thought it was fun. Um but I
1: liked him when he didn't talk. How's that?
0: Hey, fair enough. Um I was really hoping for an I'm a shark, I'm a shark, I'm a fucking shark, but like
2: mm-hmm.
0: I, you know, I guess I guess you can't get everything uh, but and then oh gosh fucking Amanda Waller is a psychopath. <laughs> right.
1: And I'm glad that we got to see more of her being a fucking psychopath because, yeah. like, she is canonically a psychopath.
0: Yeah. And she was, like, way too even keel for most of the first movie, and then she just, like, kills all of her employees at that one point. And, and you're just like, wait, why did you do that? Uh, that seems really counterintuitive, but Okay. But in this movie, it was just like, oh, no, she's manipulative and evil, like, so evil to the point where, like, Steve Agee's like, you wouldn't really, like, kill his daughter, right? And she's like, you don't know what the fuck I'd do. It's like, oh, God. (laughs) I
1: did did like that her team rebelled against her and knocked her out and, like, Mm -hmm. took over to help them. That was a nice, that was a nice vibe.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I really loved that. <laughs> Do you want to know a um, fun
1: fact about the girl who played Ratchet about Rat uh, the girl who plays Rat Catcher? What? She's from Portugal. And she's the Portuguese voice for Gwen Stacy and in Into-, Into the Spider-Verse.
0: You're kidding me. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god.
1: She's the, she's the Portuguese language Spider Gwen.
0: I'm I'm, <laughs> I'm I'm speechless, speechless.
1: So I'm really glad that you like Ratcatcher. Like I, the minute I watched the movie, I was like, "Oh, he's gonna love her," and I was like, really hoping she didn't die. Um, yeah. And I was like, she's gonna love Ratcatcher, and I was like, "Fuck, like, please don't die." Please don't die. And I was so worried when Peacemaker had the gun to her face, to her head. Uh-huh. And I was like, uh-huh. oh, God, I'm going to get on the phone with this bitch. And she's going to be so upset. <laughs> <laughs> and
2: then, thank
0: I...
1: God, Bloodsport showed up. Because I was like, oh, no.
0: <laughs> I think you would have been able to smell it with the way I talked about Suicide Squad if she had. <laughs> But if she had, had gotten killed. To be
1: fair, you had said very little to me other than when I was like making jokes and like you know yeah. at the very beginning when I was like yeah, oh, RIP yeah. to Boomerang or whatever before I knew how much I was going to hate the movie. But like um yeah, I was very when I got to the end and it was like or towards the end and she's like there with 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 peacemaker and I was like oh no. Oh no, oh no. Because the yeah. first thing that you said to me was basically like, We've got to talk about it. And I was like, oh, because that and so in a text, that could go either way. I have no tone sure. of voice. I cannot hear you. So I'm like, is that a good thing or a bad thing? Did she like it? Did she hate it?
0: Like Yeah. Yeah.
1: So Um
0: Yeah, I was I was a little nervous about it, but then I was just after Rick Flagg got killed, I was like, he's not gonna take out. The other like pure hearted person in this like like, it's just not gonna happen um so but like it's not even just that she survived it's that she and Harley are the heroes like oh oh
2: hell yes
0: uh love that shit and uh, something else that I liked about it is it felt more in line tone-wise with Birds of Prey uh, than, like, the other EU movies that have, like, been around it. So it's, like, it actually feels like it's a part of a universe as opposed to, like, just kind of, yeah, these are all happening in the same place, but, like, are they really because nothing feels remotely the same uh, so I appreciated that like it at least like kind of held that same tone Um, and you are absolutely right that everything with Harley and the president is fucking amazing she has yes, so... that
1: one quote and I, I wrote it down so I remembered it exa- or like yeah. Recently I made a promise to myself that the next time I got a boyfriend, I'd look out for the red I'd look out for red flags and I if I saw any, I would do the healthy thing and I would murder him. <laughs> mhm.
2: Mhm.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you killed children and that's a red flag.
0: <laughs> mhm. Mhm. Oh my god.
1: It, yes like I, what uh what a, a vibe like what a woman like girl power it, moment
0: but then it continues and it's just like because guys like you don't have a habit of uh going away you stick around <laughs> you kill your dogs you tell 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 my you my music that. is bad just because yeah <laughs> yeah and it becomes like, it, like you're laughing, but it's also like really heartbreaking because right. you're like, oh my god, she she's gone through so fucking much. Um and like
1: And that's the I other reason I'm mad about Rick Flag.
0: Because he's not a red flag, he's a yellow flag. He's a
1: yellow flag. He's nice to her. Like he isn't he doesn't treat her like shit. And she has a real friend in him. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm yeah so mad and i think she had a friend in boomerang too
1: she did makes me mad she was also starting to kind of like javelin
0: yeah that
1: that weird sequence with the javelin and the cartoons (laughs) (laughs) and you're like is that the javelin or is that just her
0: (laughs) yeah yeah
1: you'll never know
0: <laughs> you'll never know <laughs> is
1: that just her unhinged mind going ooh flowers
0: mm-hmm. and like that's such a visually beautiful scene it was uh, it's it's just stunning to watch
1: that's what I'm uh, saying like everything with Harley was amazing like if I just had that movie I would have been like alright if that had been the whole movie okay that would have been perfect
0: Yeah. And like Margot Robbie was like talking about how she's like, I don't know when the next time is that I'm going to play Harley. And it's like, DC Warner Brothers, whoever the fuck needs to hear this, like don't fuck this up. Don't let her go. Like, you can't lose this (laughs) because she is the number one thing that you have gotten right in right. this entire thing like everything else is debatable like we love batfleck obviously but not everybody does he's been very not everybody does yeah
1: and we just dis- i think we disagree on robert pattinson
0: i'm hopeful i'm hopeful that he's gonna be good i i'm i don't know
1: i am iffy on almost all of the casting in that movie except for two people who? So, um, Jeffrey Wright is amazing at everything that he does. hmm And uh, Zoe Kravitz was made to be Catwoman.
0: Yes. And other than
1: that, everything else feels uncomfortable to me.
0: I really like Paul Dano as the Riddler. I think that's a real cool choice.
1: I'll be fair. I don't know Paul Dano, so I... You know, I don't know his work enough to make an opinion. So I and I keep forgetting that he's in it. So I, um, so I I can give him a pass. He is not part of the. Everything else makes me uncomfortable, but I don't I re- love. I don't love any of the other casting.
0: I really uh, like him because he's very good at um, playing different types of characters. Because like he. He's in Little Miss Sunshine, and he's also in Prisoners, and he's also in There Will Be Blood, and, like, those three characters are super different.
1: Who was he in Prisoners?
0: Uh, the guy in the shower.
1: Oh! Okay. Gotcha.
0: I Mm -hmm. I can't
1: even think of when you said Paul Dano, I couldn't even place what his face looked like, so now that you've said the guy in the shower in prisoners now i got now i know who you're talking about
0: yeah um so he's he like he's a real cool choice for riddler and i'm like okay yes yeah um, no i'm sure he'll do i'm good. on board
1: okay so 3
0: yeah um and like luckily it doesn't seem like colin farrell is in uh that movie for very long it, it seems like kind of a He's sprinkled in here and there so you won't have to deal with that for too much
1: yeah i just think that that's weird and also kind of a waste of colin farrell then why would you yeah. waste all that time putting that makeup on him to make him look gross if you weren't going to use him
0: yeah i don't know that's kind I of like know. how
1: they wasted two-face in the dark knight yeah why well, would you waste all that time building up Harvey Dent and making Two Face just to kill him at the end of the movie?
0: Yeah. it. Uh, that's a big issue that I'm glad to see. Like, we're hopefully getting past with these movies, like, just killing off the villain at the end of the movie. Because that was just the thing that you had to do. But it. Uh,
1: yeah, I don't. I just, but with Batman, it never was the thing that you had to do, right? Like, we didn't just kill off the villains in Batman because that's his whole thing—is you don't kill the villains.
0: Well, it's not supposed to, but like, uh, Batman Eighty Nine, Joker dies. Yeah, uh, but
1: like, and I straight
0: up don't remember the rest of those movies. <laughs> like,
1: yeah, I don't remember um, Batman Begins other than just the slapping in the car.
0: Um. I remember uh, I don't have to kill you, but I also don't have to save you. And then he like pops out of the train and then Liam Neeson dies.
1: That's okay. He was culturally appropriating.
2: He Uh, was.
1: I uh, would have rather they'd killed the Joker, though, in Dark Knight than Two-Face.
0: Well, I think they were kind of hoping that Heath Ledger wasn't going to.
1: No, I know. I'm just saying that not Heath Ledger, not being part of it at all. Yeah. Just, yeah. And I know that they were, you know, planning to bring him back for other shit and then Heath Ledger killed himself. But um, the, cause like the whole like court thing in Dark Knight Rises with Scarecrow was supposed to be Joker. Yeah. And it was written for Joker.
2: But
0: yeah.
1: I thought it was better with Scarecrow anyways.
0: <laughs> I did too. Because <laughs> I don't
1: think Joker would have given a shit. Like, what, that doesn't make sense for the character in even in the context of its story. Like, yeah. he wouldn't be bothered with that shit. But at least, you know, especially with a Coniclo- character that has no motive. Like, there's no motive other than chaos with the, specifically with the Nolanverse Joker. Like, yeah. he doesn't yeah. have any reason, rhyme or reason. Crane has logic and reason and plans behind what he's doing. So him doing a courtroom thing where he's just arbitrarily judging people makes much more sense.
0: <laughs> right. And like the him him being the continuity between all three movies. Right. Is my favorite part of that trilogy. Right. Because it like it actually made it feel like those movies were connected beyond Batman and his friends. Right. Like
1: Especially because, when you have things like the actress for Rachel changing.
0: Yeah. Like something is and then you killed her off. Right. Like, then you, why did you her. even bring? Why did you bring her back? Right. Why did you why didn't you just change her name and make her a new character? Why did it I have problems with those movies? Yeah. I have problems. Um they're welcome funny. I
1: hate those movies
0: <laughs> I I used to really really love them and then uh, Dark Knight Rises kind of like put a real harsh light on them Is where it, it was you just were born like in
1: the darkness
0: exactly um it was just like here are all the flaws was it Talia's death scene
1: because that's the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life
0: <laughs> it was Talia. In general.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: I'm, I'm still so upset. Like, how do you... How are you gonna fuck up that badly? Oh, my God. But uh, her death
1: scene is also the funniest thing I've ever seen.
0: Very funny. It's
1: the weirdest... It is the weirdest death scene. And it makes... It's just, like, such a... It's, like... Especially for somebody who's, like, a good actress... Yeah. Like, Marion Gutierrez a good actress. I don't know what that was.
0: <laughs> and, like, I've even seen her die in a movie before. Right. And it was, it was... better. And it was the same director. It was Inception. It was so...
1: Yeah. Oh, my God. I can't believe Christopher Nolan went, Yeah, that's great. I, we went and saw it in the theater. My friend and I went and saw it in the theater. And I'm not kidding you. I fucking laughed out loud. I, like, fits of laughter when she died to the point that dude bros in the, in the thing in front of us got mad at me and I was like I'm sorry that was the dumbest thing I've ever seen like yeah.
2: what is that
0: yeah it's it's so rough um but I will say I I love Bane I love Bane so much it's not comic book Bane in any stretch of the imagination that is a completely different character but I love Tom Hardy Bane so much Uh, he's such a weirdo and it's super hard to understand him but he's fun to watch
1: yeah I also have a hard time with Bane in that movie because it's like again you are a white guy yeah and yeah. you are playing a Hispanic man uh-huh. who is can- canonically Hispanic. And then also, uh-huh. weirdly, in this movie, has some sort of Middle Eastern situation happening as well.
2: Uh-huh.
1: But you're still a white guy. yes. So, and that I think is my overall problem with Christopher Nolan is that, like, he's a white guy who casts his white friends. And it doesn't matter what the context is. And then his whole disdain for the fact that it's a comic book movie in the first place.
0: Mm-hmm. It's like,
1: well, then don't make Batman. Like, Don't
0: make Batman. Don't
1: make Batman. If you don't want to make a comic book movie, because I have bad news for you, my friend comic book. Batman is a comic book. He started yeah. as a comic book. There's no way around him being a comic book. So long after your movie is good- forgotten, there will still be comic books of Batman.
0: You know what I just remembered uh, that made me madder than anything else in that movie? What? Oh, you should use your first name. Robin. Robin. I like it.
2: <laughs> yeah. You Fuck could-
0: off.
1: What? You could have just made him Dick Grayson. You could
0: could've have just, just could have just done it.
1: You could have. You know why? Because you could have done a different origin. You did a different origin for basically everybody else in the movie. Mm-hmm. You could have just made him a cop because he's been canonically a cop as much to the chagrin of everybody. He was a cop for a yeah. while. So you could have just made that a thing. He could have just been a cop. It would He could have just gone into Nightwing or Batman, taking over as Batman as Dick Grayson, cop from Bloodhate or from Bloodhaven or Gotham or whatever. And he still could have eventually had like a relation, a mentor relationship with like Barbara Gordon, Batgirl.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: <clears throat> I was like, well, he could have had a relationship with Barbara, and I was like, nope, she was a child. <laughs>
0: yeah I because me. but so but excited. but then even with that even with that her like they made her mom also named Barbara and like that that whole situation with the Gordon family is just wrong we and just a mess we only
1: name our kids after ourselves <laughs> We've got James Gordon Jr. and Barbara Gordon Jr.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And it's... Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And, like, everything that he changed, it was never... For the better. It was never an improvement on what had come before. No. It was always just, well, I want to do it differently. Right. Which is, like...
1: When Why? you do Batman movies or like when you do, or like with the DCEU and like as much as they've hit swung and missed on things, at least when they make choices to change stuff, it's at least just because they're trying something and they're just trying to figure out what works, right? Mm-hmm. So like, so the, it, for example, the two Suicide Squad movies, which one worked better, you know, the for them, the first one or the second one? we the second one didn't go the way that we wanted it to go it wasn't it wasn't well received by most people okay let's try something different for the second one see how it goes so we'll see how this goes and Mm hope you know maybe it'll work maybe it won't you know I don't know I haven't seen I've seen a lot of people responding well to it but they're kind of you know and the same thing is you know the Harley stuff was great (laughs) yeah and that's about all I've seen um but i've also specifically been avoiding it cuz i wanted to go in without an opinion because i knew yeah. that i as someone who already liked the first one i didn't need a change i didn't need too much of a change cuz i didn't hate the first one so mm-hmm. like all of it being a change and a completely different team while i know that that's something that the suicide squad does i just yeah. you know i i needed you needed to sell it to me you know for why you changed everything. And I think in some ways it did, in some ways it didn't. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm forever mad about Rick Flag.
0: If if I'm being honest and I'm like thinking back to the first movie and like characters that didn't come back for the second movie, the only one. That i can think of other than enchantress obviously is uh katana like that i can't remember any other characters from that movie that like didn't specifically come back like deadshot yeah we we've talked about him but um and like of the deaths i only remember slipknot because he dies like real early right I don't. I remember any of the other characters from that fucking movie. There's like twenty of them
1: from the first movie. Yeah. Um, Katana, Killer Croc,
0: Croc, okay, um,
1: Diablo, Boomerang, Diab- Shot,
0: Diablo, um. Sacrificed himself. Yeah. Um, Croc, I guess, just fucked off. Um, And then, yeah, Katana uh, probably didn't want to fuck around with that anymore.
1: Right. (laughs) She fucked around and found out, so she left.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And that lady has a sword with her husband's soul in it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> so if she fucked up like eh, it might be a good idea um, but yeah overall I liked it I am hopeful to get more Ratcatcher 2 in my life uh, more Harley just like never get rid of Margot Robbie like don't be don't be a dummy. You can t- you can you can sell so many different movies at, at, like on her back easily. God,
1: honestly, just give her the keys. Yeah. Give her the yeah. keys to the DCEU and let her play because she's your moneymaker.
0: Margot Sh- Robbie is the Kevin Fikey of DC
1: Sh- <gasps> Yeah. Honestly, Steal she it. has ideas. She's done her research. She wants mm-hmm. She wants to, you know, continue to play the character and have fun with it. She wants to see... She wants to bring things to the universe that we've all been asking for, like Gotham City Sirens.
0: She wants Ivy. She
1: wants... She wants- yeah, she wants the gay, gay Ivy Harley. Mm-hmm. You know? she She wants, you know... To play in the world let her play yeah she wants she wants more birds of prey she wants a birds of prey with barbara gordon in it Mm
2: -hmm.
1: just let her play let her play let her go have fun like let her make decisions get rid of jeff johns give it to margot Uh. robbie and just say margot robbie what dc movie should we make next and where do you want us to put harley quinn Gotham City sirens got it. Who do you want for Ivy? Should we keep Zoe Kravitz? Yes, perfect.
0: Well, Zoe Kravitz is Catwoman,
1: right? Gotham City sirens. Oh, sorry, sorry. I thought
0: I thought you you were saying who do you want? Should
1: we keep Zoe Kravitz?
0: Yeah, I just combined those into the same thought as opposed to a. Oh yeah, no, they're yeah
1: they're sorry.
0: Um, yeah i I don't see any real any reason why you shouldn't be tying everything to her because she's beloved she is always the best part of anything that she is a part of right like even people who don't like these movies love her right she like i i just i i i mean it's a no brainer to me um also, uh, before we go, some news that came out. Uh, we finally have Batgirl, uh, and she has only been in in, in the Heights, so I, I have Which never she was, seen her.
1: She was great in,
0: um, I've never seen her in anything, but she looks great, uh, and I'm very excited, uh, but. I'm also gonna wait until I see a trailer uh, before I actually get excited because I've been I've been dicked around too many times. Yeah. Uh,
1: yeah. Okay. Uh, Seven, years.
0: One- Seven years. Seven years. Seven years.
1: It's been seven years since they announced the Nightwing movie. Mm-hmm. And I have nothing.
0: hmm At least you were in a movie.
1: I mean, was I?
0: I mean, you were, you had your name in it. <laughs> like,
1: valid. I mean, so do made... you if that's what we're basing it on.
0: Oh, they they made me Alfred's fucking niece.
1: <laughs> well, you know, you could do worse. You could be ba- You could be Bruce Wayne's adopted son.
0: <laughs> um. Anyways, uh, did you have anything else you wanted to talk about?
1: Um. I don't think so.
0: All right. Well, just we're so- at.
1: I didn't know I was a Rick Flag stan, but
2: here we
0: are. I I pretty much only knew Rick Flagg from New Frontier. Uh, like, that was m- the bulk of my memory of him. Um, So, yeah, I was just like, I remember liking him in that book. But other than that, I was like, eh, he's just kind of a guy. Uh, but yeah, I really liked him in this movie. And I'm sad. Same. He was a... He was a good presence.
1: He deserved better. Yeah. Than John fucking Cena. (laughs) Worthless. Is he getting a show just because he's John Cena?
0: No. I very I much genuinely
1: doubt that. feel like it is. it's just because it's John Cena because I can literally any other character in that movie was worthy of a show mm-hmm. And you're giving us Peacemaker the most unlikable irritating character played by the worst actor.
0: I think he's I think his performance fits that character
1: right but again, I'm not saying. He's just not a good actor. That he showed up and was John Cena.
0: He did some pretty not John Cena shit in that movie.
1: I mean, I don't know. From what I understand, John Cena's not a very nice guy. So,
0: well, well, yeah. No, he's he's he's. I don't know if calling him a nice guy would be accurate i think he's just a real weird dude a real weird dude
1: well listen i my frame of reference of him is that i did have a brief period of time where i watched the bellas and the way he dicked around his girlfriend i am not really i i don't love the way that he treated her yeah, and I don't love how he reacted to her and how he didn't want to have kids. And then, as soon as they broke up, turned around and had a kid. And well, like,
0: his, his he has some like weird because he had been married previously, uh, and it went south, and like so he got he got weird. I don't know. I just, I'm not, I think he I'm not treated defending. her like
1: shit. He, he treat, yeah. I think he treated her like shit, and I think it was real shitty of him. To Die on the hill of not wanting kids I don't think it's wrong that he didn't want kids I think it was shitty that he strung her along mm-hmm. And then As soon as they broke up And she decided that that was a deal breaker for her Which was completely valid mm-hmm. They broke up She went and found somebody else And then he had a kid I don't think was- he
0: had a kid but he got married
1: No I think he had a kid too
0: I don't I don't think I don't think so
1: Well, whatever. I don't like the way that he treated her. And
0: it—he's he's he's gross.
1: And I think he's a gross person. And I cannot get behind him. And I don't think he's a good actor. I think I've, you know, we need to stop trying to think that every wrestler is a good actor just because they're a wrestler. Like, The Rock is one thing. And I've seen The Rock do more than just an action movie at this point. So, like just
0: because you... Batiste is great
1: yeah I guess I've only ever seen him in Guardians of the Galaxy so I can't really speak on other, anything other than Guardians of the Galaxy so he is good in that role
0: boy, going to be in Dune
1: I'm not seeing Dune so <laughs> I, would, I would die before I watch Dune again
0: I I'm Especially gonna watch now it. now
1: with Timothy Chalamet in it. Mm-hmm. Ugh, God.
0: But do you know? Do you know what makes the Chalamet shallow bearable? Nothing. Zendaya.
1: Listen, I can see Zendaya in just about anything else. She's a working actress. She's in just about everything. I can pass on Dune. Because she's going uh, to be in Spider Man later this year, and uh, Euphoria is coming back. So I've got Euphoria and Spider Man. If I want to see Zendaya, I don't need to sit fire. through. I don't need to sit through Dune again.
0: I'm I'm gonna watch it, and <laughs> especially
1: like, not with Timothy Timothy Chalamet.
0: Basically, the reason that I'm gonna watch it is I'm really hoping that it's gonna make things make sense because when i was in college i used to carpool with a friend uh to school and it was like an hour drive so we had a lot of time and since i was the one driving he would be in the passenger seat kind of uh doing an info dump on just random shit for me uh so he told me all about dune and i didn't understand any of it so I'm kind of hoping that maybe this movie will, like, clear some stuff up for me. Um, but I'm not going to hold my breath.
1: Listen, uh, I've I've read Dune, and I've seen the first Dune movie, and I cannot tell you anything about Dune.
0: <laughs> I know it's got uh, the spice. The
1: spice, oh. and it makes your eyes blue.
0: Yeah. Uh, and then there's the Beetlejuice worms. Mm-hmm. Um, which I'll and, just watch
1: Tremors or Beetlejuice
0: uh, Sting is but not the wrestler's Sting the singer Sting
1: no the, the valid Sting
0: hey Sting the wrestler is an icon
1: anyway so we'll go ahead and wrap it up
0: alright stay fresh cheese bags
2: stay fresh cheese bags